2: Blog Talk Radio.
3: Up this morning, looking for my shoes. look behind the trunk, found the hesitation blues. Lottie, tell me how long? Lottie, tell me how long? Well, I have to wait. Will I have to wait. Can I get you now? Can I get you now? Must I hesitate? Rooms overtake me rock away from here. Lordy, tell me how long? Lordy, tell me how long? Will I have to wait? Will I have to wait? Can I get you now? Can I get you now? Must I hesitate? through a hole, saw your little monkey do the sweet jelly roll. Lord tell me how long. Lord, tell me how long. Will I have to wait? Will I have to wait? Can I get you now? Can I get you now? Must I hesitate? Will I have to wait Can I get you now Can I get you now Must I hesitate
2: It's
4: okay. I do, I, I do my best work under pressure. It's fine.
2: Oh, good, <laughs> good, good, good. Yeah. Now, um, before we bring William on, you were talking about that you have a podcast.
4: Yeah, that's the main creative outlet these days. I know, uh, some of you listening audience probably is familiar with black bed sheet books. And I, I did a, I did a book with Nick, um, a while back called magic and misery. And, um, since then I've put out another collection called cleaning other stories and a novel called skin jumper. Um, last couple of years, this army stuff has really kept me busy. I've been in the army since 2000 and, uh, typically it's been a pretty good support system for my writing efforts. Um, but the oh, uh, nice. last couple of years have been, it, it's been, it's been pretty high pressure. I don't know what the hell they were thinking, but they decided to give me a drill sergeant hat and ask me to be a role model for the young bucks. So, uh, that's kept, kept me damn busy. That's I crazy. I haven't written, I haven't written shit for about three years. <laughs> um maybe that'll change maybe, maybe that'll change this spring um but in the meantime my main creative outlet has been to get drunk on the weekend and uh blow off steam doing a podcast with one of my old high school friends um his name is john and uh we've known each other for 20 years and we do a show called two jerks one bourbon um it's kind oh, nice. of like two girls One <laughs> two girls one cup but a little less disgusting you know and uh we just we just get
5: yeah. getting
4: yep. and have a have a Skype phone call. We talk about oh we talk about all kinds of shit. Kind of like what you do, except uh, your show's probably more interesting because you have guests. And we've done our show for the last three years, but it's the same two assholes the whole time. <laughs> but, uh <laughs> sometimes we talk about politics. Sometimes we talk about geek news. Sometimes we just do a whole hour and a half about fucking Metallica, and throw that up there. So it's a variety show, but uh. We nice. like it, we like it. We've done it we've done it almost weekly for three years, so that's the main creative outlet these days.
2: And and yeah. what where can they find it? Like is is it on Blog Talk Radio or?
4: Um we I I record it and I upload it. The host that we use is called Podcast Garden, but uh it's syndicated through Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher. I've put the RSS in all the usual places. So if you've got a podcast feed aggregator and you really want to subject yourself to the sound of my voice on a semi-weekly basis? Pop in two jerks, one bourbon, into into your normal podcast search engine, whatever you're using to consume the stuff, and uh, you'd find the show. You'd find the show. Our logo is just a drinking glass full of whiskey. And uh, yeah, I just, I just put up put up. I just, I just put, I just put up the latest episode this morning. Uh, we we cut the show Friday night, that's that's what I was doing when you called me. And uh, I put it up this morning, we talked about some of the Metallica S&M stuff that we'd like to see them do from their post-S&M albums, because you know they're doing the 20th anniversary of S&M in September, they're going to re- yeah. record a new show. So we talked about that, and then um, we talked about Netflix shows, and uh, we talked about uh, Martin Shkreli, um trying to fire people from his company while he's still behind bars, and... Um, Creepy Joe Biden. That's the other thing we talked about. So yeah. Pretty good pretty good uh rundown of the kind of shenanigans we get up to on that show.
2: Nice. And since you guys have known each other for twenty years, you guys probably might finish each other's sentences by now too.
4: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty fun how much we how how well we get along, how well we know each other and how it's representative of how we wish more people would handle each other. Uh especially with the modern political um climate because he's more of a more of a moderate uh, Democrat type you know le- left leaning centrist and I'm more of a right leaning centrist these days and you know we voted for different people and we have different thoughts on some of the issues but at the end of the day it, we, 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 we pretty much you know shake hands and call it a night you know and um Yeah we're pretty respectful when we have, yeah. a, when we have a di- disagreements and stuff and it would be great if more people did that in general
2: now you know this little uh, ticker in my head is ticking away and thinking, oh my gosh, to bring your show onto my show and have you guys as a guest would be an awesome show.
5: Oh Just, God, you
2: know, throwing it out there.
4: <laughs> you know what? You know, you know, you know what? You know, I'll talk to John. I think he would do it. I think it would turn out well. Just give us a couple weeks to plan it out at least, and you know, let us know when it fits your schedule. And you know what? We'll do we'll, we'll do that shit and see if the world survives.
2: Nice. <laughs> I think that'll be great. I think that'll be funny. I think that'll be a really funny show, and I'm definitely intrigued. All yeah. right. Is there anything else you want to promote?
4: Oh, hell no. That's enough about me. We've got a guest
5: in the pipeline. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, then let's bring out our guest of honor. <laughs> let's bring him on. Author... Uh, just graduated. I mean, this guy's busy. I mean, he's just—he's just a busy guy. Here we go, William Brower.
4: Hell yeah!
1: Well. The
2: drum roll. <laughs>
1: well, good evening, everyone from beautiful South Florida. How are we doing tonight?
2: Doing good. good. Day, Glad you didn't hang up on us yet.
1: Oh, <laughs> come on, why, why Why would I do that? I miss all the fun. <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> exactly you know, you
1: know, I mean, I mean besides that, Lincoln had me with two girls, one cup So, you know, I, so I was like, no. oh yeah, there oh.
5: we go, that's classic <laughs> that's a that Oh, I, was that, I right? actually watched that I, I,
2: I always avoided watching that And then when I was at work one day, imagine that We're on break and they were talking about two girls in a cup And this was like maybe 10 years after that video was hit it big. Oh and the, I was like, yeah, I'm happy work. to say I've never seen that video. I don't know what it's about. I heard it's disgusting. <laughs> and uh, a guy that I work with, who's a good friend of mine, he pulls out his phone. He goes, oh, I got it downloaded on my phone. Here it is. Oh, my gosh, oh. I threw up in the parking lot. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, well, I mean, if you if you really want to take it to the next level, here's what you need to do, okay? You save the video, make sure you don't watch it again since you know what it's about, get a couple people that annoy you, have them over for coffee, tell them you gotta, you're going to show them this really fantastic movie, put it up on the big screen, and then be
4: like, who wants pudding?
5: <laughs> oh, man. You know what, the,
4: the problem with that is I don't know if I would want to be known as somebody who has that shit saved to their phone. But having heard of it, it is one thing, great. but having it saved on your phone is next level. <laughs> uh, True.
2: Yeah, the first <laughs> yeah. The first time I uh, heard about it, the first sponsor on the show when I first started the show was J.L. Patello with uh, Triad Pictures, and he told okay. me how he'd seen it was, um, uh, his friend said, because he was trying to make a movie called Into the Basement, and they... they the friend emailed him and said, "You've got to see these two actresses. These women are gorgeous. They will be perfect for the show." He clicked on the link and he threw up.
5: <laughs> <laughs> That's no. he to
2: tell me about it. Was. <laughs> well, wow. It was that... just. I was like, I, I, I don't want, I don't want to know what this is even about. Um, no, my support no, no. manager you're over you're my really department kind of... was. Uh, that was a loud car. <laughs>
5: Oh.
1: And they're and running once again, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Hey, I am not in a soundproof boost. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so
5: All right. two girls in a
2: so, Uh, you know what we can kind of base when you come on the show something around that title. Uh, well we'll yeah, we'll yeah. figure it out. We'll come up with it. Yeah, we 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 got this. Okay, anyways, William Yeah, yeah thirty four books
1: yep yeah definitely been busy in the past couple of years.
4: that's a lot so, of books what genres
1: all mixed genres uh, i'm I'm one of those people where uh, I'd much rather try uh, as anything as much as I can just to see what my strong points are you know call me old fashioned so uh you know i i'm i am i have always uh leaned towards fantasy horror and sci fi so you know, I've even thrown in a couple of uh, nonfiction, comedy, even a children's book, which is a scary one within it itself. <laughs>
2: wow. it's you know,
1: so, pretty
5: well-rounded.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, just one of those things, not, nine times out of ten, the way that it usually happens is uh, I'll have a friend of mine call me up and be like, okay, I'm going to tell you something. It's going to be really demented. It's going to be absolutely sick and twisted. You're not going to believe this happened. And I'll be like, Okay, let me get some notebooks
4: ready. <laughs> oh, nice. So you're actually one of those writers that's receptive to it when somebody's like, oh, I got a great idea for a book. But like, I know I've, I've seen a lot of writers complain about that, so you actually embrace it somewhat. I, I do to a degree.
1: I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I've had a few people pitch me some things that uh, – we're about as far out there as you can imagine, and
5: uh, oh, I can yeah. also
1: openly admit that I actually usually have uh, laughed in their face and walked away.
5: <laughs> yes. <Yeah, laughs> so, yeah.
2: Wow.
5: Sometimes they yeah, I mean, So I mean. Hey, William, yeah, I, I got I, an
2: idea for a really cool book.
5: Okay, you pitch it to me. Okay, you ready? I'm it ready. It
2: involves two girls uh-huh. and one cup. There's your book. Okay. Two girls and one cup. All right.
1: Now, are we, are we oh, going to do, like, maybe oh. a children's pop-up book?
4: Oh, uh, that would be great.
5: That would be, be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and, I
4: mean, and in the back, a, a, co- a contest to win a free trip to the ice cream shop.
5: There we go. That works.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
2: okay okay we'll we'll get off the two girls in a go because now I'm remembering the visions the visionary of it so
5: Uh-oh.
2: thirty thirty four how do you depict if somebody comes up to you and says, "Which book would you recommend that I read of your books? what book would you recommend the most
1: i I would actually recommend my uh my fantasy series uh Chronicles of the dragon's Bane. Uh, oh no, wow you.
2: Know,
1: yeah, believe believe it or not, uh, you know, in that case, I actually had been working on that series uh, since high school, so going back about 27 years, and it's uh, mm-hmm. if you would have pardoned the pun, it's an epic quest upon itself. <laughs> so,
4: how many books in the series?
1: So far, I have uh, actually five, and uh, nice. the sixth one is just going through the editing process as we speak. So, uh, okay,
4: so. There's a lot there to, for for new readers to chew on. Exactly. Good. Yeah. When, what do you uh, what do you say sets it apart from uh from like standard fantasy fair? Like what's your what's your unique spin on the on the genre?
1: Well, basically what I did was uh, I kind of followed a formula that worked for uh, Tolkien, and okay. for myself, uh, I've always been a, a sucker for history and mythology. So uh, what I did was uh, I actually used. Uh, you know, actual historical elements and figures, uh, you know, to write the story itself. So, you know, if you, if you go through the battle scenes you're you're looking actually at uh, the battle tactics used at Gettysburg, Uh, instead of having the um, traditional, you know, um, Howard's version of Conan with a big brawl and everything else, we have somebody Mm -hmm. who's actually extremely insecure, suffers from social anxiety, PTSD, among other factors, but yet he has to unite the world. And on the flip side of the coin, we have a villain that is going through the same exact set of circumstances, and instead of having to unify the world, he wants to just destroy everything altogether.
5: Okay. Wow.
1: Yeah, so I mean – I decided it would be more fun just to give both lead characters the hero's journey and just uh, kind of see where the story takes from there.
2: Wow. That's actually pretty awesome, though. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm just trying to wrap my head around, like, like me, I'm having a problem. You know, I wrote a little book called Werewolf. But anyways, I'm my problem is, is writing Werewolf 2. I keep getting that scene of misery stuck in my head. When Annie Wilkes says he didn't get out of the cock a duty car, <laughs>
5: the thing is,
2: how do you how do you write the sequels and the sequels and the and your sequels and sequels without like cutting, like going through that loophole where oh he just all suddenly got out of the car? Well, do you find that that's... to be hard to do?
1: Not really. You know, believe it or not, I find that to be the easiest. Um, what, what I generally do is I'll write the beginning lines, and then I'll write the the last paragraph, and from there I just kind of fill in the gaps in between.
5: Oh you know, wow! It's a,
1: yeah, I mean it's, it's a little bit more fun that way because you know, in one sense we've got a spoiler alert; we don't know how the story's going to end, but we just don't know you know what direction we're going to take to get to that
4: point. So you're more of a pantser instead of a plotter, but you've got the end state in mind already. Exactly. Okay.
1: Yeah.
4: And I mean, That's and, and it's true.
1: definitely a lot more fun that way too, you know.
4: Yeah, I mean, if it works for you, it works for you. If you wrote five books in that in that series doing it that way, I guess it's working for you. It would drive me batshit going in without a plan, and I'd probably I probably wouldn't make it through ha- ha- make it through writing half the damn book. But I mean, if it works, it works.
1: Well, I'll I'll let you know the other secret behind that too. A, really good music and B, lots of coffee. (laughs) Yeah. (coughs) Or whiskey. Yep, or whiskey. But of course, with the whiskey part, then you start developing your own language halfway through as you pass out on the keyboard. So you've got to (laughs) be careful. And then then the next day you
2: check out what he wrote you're like, what? Wow, he's talking to (laughs) Dwarven.
4: It's fine, it's fine though, Like right drunk, edit sober, works every time
5: Yeah, precisely, you know yeah, it would
2: be, right? <laughs> <laughs> I could actually picture it <laughs> now Oh, that would be oh, great yeah. Haven't you like ever been through like a little drinking binge at night and then you wake up the next morning and you open up your computer and you got all these windows open and you're like, oh, what did I do last night? Well, oh, I, yeah. You know what? Yeah.
4: As long as I worked on my book instead of texting an ex-girlfriend or some shit, it works out, right?
2: Oh, yeah.
1: It, it, <laughs> it does, you know? And, and, I mean, and, it, and, it, and in this case, it makes the walk-away part a lot easier, especially if it sucks. You just hit the delete button.
5: Yeah, yeah.
4: I mean, for me, it's an exercise in efficiency. I mean, if I've only got so much free time on the weekend, and I don't want to choose between getting jaked or writing, so I'm just going to do both. Perfect. I mean, it's, I mean, it's purely, it's purely <laughs> a matter of efficiency
1: Yeah, and I mean and There's nothing wrong with multitasking At the end of the day either, you know
2: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm, man. Hey, now, What the kind three of music of us do you us like we need to listen to, get together? We need to? We need to teach a creative writing class
5: There you we go We got this yeah, there, what, what kind True, of music no, do you like to write to, man?
1: Well, believe it or not, I'll, I'm pretty open to anything as long as it's not hip-hop.
5: <laughs> okay.
1: So, yeah, never never could get into it, but, um, you know, nine times out of ten, it's going to be either uh, death metal, hardcore metal, classic rock, film scores, classic music, classical pieces for the composers.
4: You know,
1: I mean, it's it, it such a hot you so, for the
4: book or whatever?
1: A little bit, yeah. I, I usually try to match uh, music to the genre. Okay.
2: Nice. Yeah, yep. Nick's, Nick's on the, the show tunes and the classical music thing, and I have to hear it all day long, and when you say show tunes are classical music, my skin just went, Ugh, <laughs>
5: Because
2: I have to hear You've it gotta all you got to balance it long. out with
4: that death metal. Look, tell him he's got to put <laughs> on some freaking Slayer or some Amanomar for every hour that he listens to show tunes. He's got he's got to put on some freaking fucking metal or some shit for an hour to balance it out.
1: It's yeah, I
5: Oh I, I no, I'm hearing the soundtrack to of right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> With apologies to Nick on that part.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Yay. So, yeah. now you, you're you're <laughs> You're also a, hus- a hus- Oh, come on! You also do a. Lo- you're a history buff. A yeah. histor- I can't pronounce the word now.
4: You say you're a Titanic well, you, you historian. Love the Titanic. Is that part of the pitch?
2: Historian.
4: Yes, historian. I'm,
1: I'm, That's it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm. 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 I'm, a, I'm actually the resident uh, Titanic historian for uh, South Florida. And. Uh, How
4: does one come you know, by that title?
1: Well, that's easy. Uh, I've uh, researched every aspect of the ship for about 39 years. Wow.
4: Yep. uh, How much of that's bled over into your writing?
1: Uh, That actually has led over to about seven books, as well as a uh, scripted uh, play that I do with a traveling museum.
4: Oh, wow. That's interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, it it, it definitely uh, it, it keeps me out of trouble, for the lack of a better word.
4: <laughs> so how much <laughs> of the DiCaprio movie was bullshit?
1: Oh God!
4: Uh, I'm sure you've already got a prepared speech on the matter given on the matter given that the movie's like 20 years old at this point.
1: Oh yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, but but I will say <laughs> this: any but, of it correct. Uh, there's actually a, a lot of it, correct, but there's a few uh, things that are blatantly not correct. So,
5: okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, um, you know, the starter for starters, the, uh, obviously the, the, the whole love affair between the classes would never have happened, you know? Um, you know, and then of course, uh, having the, uh, the gates locked and stuff like that, uh, you know, it's been you know, found out later on that it was more of language barriers than uh, physical barriers in a lot of cases. Okay. So, you know, and, and uh, you know, and, and, and of course, this was brought to my attention um, only, only literally just a few months ago, but uh, a friend of mine had mentioned that, uh, believe it or not, uh, the uh, nude drawing of Rose would never have been uh, done in the first place. Uh, that particular pose that she was doing on the couch was more popular in the
4: 20s.
5: Oh, okay. Wow. What? Yeah, I didn't know that. Maybe maybe she was just ahead of
4: Maybe she was just (laughs) ahead of her time. Did you ever think of that?
1: Of course. I mean, you know, she did say she was a forward-thinking woman. So
4: there you go. She's the she's the progenitor of the pose.
1: Indeed, and there's no royalty issue on that (laughs) part either. So look at that.
2: Yeah.
5: Yeah. Nice. Nice. (laughs)
2: Now, now, Rose did actually, in the movie, live through the 20s. So maybe she set the trend in saying, look, women, you can pose like this.
5: There you go. Yeah,
1: that's that's true. You know, or, or, of course, as they also like to be referred to as, uh, hey, look at
5: these. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, who doesn't like that as a pickup line? So... <laughs>
4: Oh, and the necklace. Oh my goodness, that was <laughs> yes, a good cool yes, one. Yes. Uh, it's a good thing I'm already married. I could just try. I could just see me trying that line out in a bar. Hey, honey, look at these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, go,
5: yeah. do it, yeah.
4: Do
1: it, do it like a nice uh, 1930s noir type classic. She said mm-hmm. that as she rolled her cigarette and placed it into her rosy red lips. I looked at her and said, "Damn it, I'm married." <laughs>
4: Yeah, there If we're if we're, gonna, if we're if we're gonna bring the noir flavor into it, I guess I would just have the trench coat and the fedora, right? And nothing else Exactly. You? Yep. There you go. Yep. <laughs> yep.
5: Oh my god. Hey, hey, hey doll, like...
4: take a gander,
5: these. Ta <laughs> oh.
2: oh my goodness. Oh, you guys are way too much. You guys are cracking me up before the show started. You guys are making me laugh even harder. I, I swear I'm, my eyes are watering right now. <sighs> uh, I guess, I guess, they, we, I guess we, could,
4: we could go for yep. the killing blow and ask you for some of those famous uh, famous book signing stories. I know that those, those are always good for a freaking laugh. I remember oh, yeah. <laughs> the first book signing I did was in like 2008 or something like that. And this guy came up and he was dead up serious predicting the Mayan end of the world in 2012 or whatever. Like straight faced everything. I think he was saying something about a Mercury eclipse and all this so other it was like this was like 10 12 years ago and he was dead earnest about the whole thing and I'm not sure what made him latch onto me but I guess because I wrote about weird stuff maybe he figured I wanted to hear about his weird stuff and like wow, like I like to hear <laughs> about weird stuff but I but I, but I also I also understand that we live in a world where half of that shit doesn't exist. So.
5: <laughs> yeah. oh, well, I mean, you,
4: but like they say,
1: there's always that thin blurry line in the middle though. So it could go either way.
4: Oh man. He was blurring the hell out of that line, dude.
1: Oh, I I, I <laughs> can imagine. We, we can always find those types. That's for sure. Yeah.
5: Yeah.
1: So, but, uh, Oh God. Yeah. So yeah. Book signing, uh, fiasco and the uh, laughs. Oh yeah. I, I got a few of them. Um, to start with, I can let you know I'm I'm one of those people that uh I always uh I've I've got a tendency of always thinking on my feet. I'm always super fit, super fast on coming back with uh ideas and responses. So when mm-hmm. uh like for example with uh with drag in Spain, that turned into a full series of uh, random events which was uh, all the more classic. So to start with I uh, went to uh, the uh, w- local uh, bookstore that we have here, a major retail chain. I'm not going to say the name, but we can say that it's something noble within a sense. No, and, there we go. The <laughs> <so, laughs> um, manager actually looked me dead in the eyes and was like, we don't do book signings for, the, for that particular type of book. And I'm like, really? Well, is there a particular reason why? And he's like, we don't like your publisher.
5: What?
1: Yeah, yeah. They have they have their own list of publishers that they like to work with for uh, events, and so I was like, okay. So how does one get their foot or even a toenail into the door in this thing? It's like, well, we need to have somebody that can show charisma, something that could be exciting, something that can entice the audience. Now. If you get an audience, we might consider at least ordering one copy. I'm like, that's fair enough, no problem. So, thank you for his time, just to be nice. Walked out the door, got into my car, hit uh, call block for restricted number, and started crank calling the store in about 18 different voices. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I was like, oh my god, hi, um. My name is uh, Philip Johnson. I'm here uh, right down the road. Listen, I just heard this guy, William, on the uh, radio. I need to buy his book. I've got a huge family reunion coming up. This sounds like something that I could probably get for the kids just to get them to shut up, but that's not important right now. Here's the book title. How Fast Can You Get This Into the Store? I've Got the Cash.
5: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Did it it work?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they, They ended up ordering about three cases worth of books. So nice. I just,
5: wow. you know, so I, I
1: came, I I went in there, you know, about a week and a half later, you know, bought a copy of the newspaper and, you know, bought my own stuff. Walked by the display case. I'm like, oh, hey, wow, look at that! You got my books. Listen, while I'm here, will you let like me to sign these for you?
2: <laughs> wow, that's great. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's good shit. Yeah, but and, and it was funny because you know manager was looking at me with you know, the look of death and everything else in between, and I'm like, oh, it's your call, you know, you're, you're in charge. Um.
5: <laughs>
2: wow, that's awesome.
5: Thank you. That, <laughs> that what out. was
2: that documentary we seen on um uh being oh what? never mind, go ahead, give us your next one. No, that uh, being uh. Dang it! I can't even oh, think. Being of
1: Being dang it, okay, no, I haven't the, seen that one. How the, is the, it?
2: The 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 guy who he he solves the crimes. He Sean Sean Connor played him. Um, Sean connor Bond. James, James Bond? Bond. Being James Bond. James Bond. The guy like. Oh. Faked okay. Yeah, he faked his, he faked his own yeah, agent and everything. And from uh, uh, George
0: Lazenby. George Lazenby, you're talking about. Yeah, he faked his. Oh, own George Lazenby On Her
1: Majesty's Secret Service. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you,
2: you so, pulled you pulled now, this gun. Okay. Yeah, pretty, pretty
1: Okay, done. go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but
2: that was that was funny.
1: Thank you. Now th- oh, you thought that that was good. Wait till you wait do you hear this one? <laughs> <laughs> the, this is this is where you have the mother of all fuck ups on the big day along the way. Okay. <laughs> All right. You know, you know, different locations. This one actually wanted me to come to the book signing and everything else, and you know, they set up a three-day gig for me. So, understandably, I was absolutely excited beyond belief, and uh, made the mistake of going out and partying the night before the event. Oh,
2: yeah, you'd <laughs> never do
1: that. Yes, apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, <laughs> eight o'clock in the morning. I'm, I'm sitting outside of the store, and you know they set up a nice little table. I'm nursing the coffee. I have people coming by; they're picking up copies left and right, and I'm trying my best to stay awake. And you know, finally, I see this uh, father and son come up, and the dad's picking up a copy of Dragon's Reign. And, you know, kind of summing through it, getting a little bit nervous about the pictures from the illustrations and whatnot. And, you know, looks at me and goes, can my son read your book? And I looked at the kid who was probably about six years old, and I said, son, do you know how to read? And he goes, yes. I'm like, well, yes, sir. Your son can read my book. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
1: and he's like, great! I'll buy a copy. Well, here, what do you really sign? I'm like, yeah, sure, no problem. He walks away, and then I'm like, oh my god, wait a minute! This is a book for adults. This has got murder, rape, incest, dismemberment. Oh god, this is gonna be fun.
4: <laughs> I've never sold a book like that to a kid, but I sold it to a preacher to my preacher one time.
1: There we go.
5: What? Now, uh, back uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Did um did did he send you some extra Bibles for Christmas or uh, did he just ask you not to attend anymore?
5: You know what he never
4: he he never brought it up again. I still probably went to that church for like another three months before I before I moved. I played bass in the church band. He had plenty of times to talk to me about this freaking book, but he didn't. And it was I think I think it's the one that I did with Nick actually because that would have been right around that time. So it's probably Magic and Misery. That he, nice. he picked up a, who knows if he ever read the damn thing. I don't know. But uh maybe he didn't because it didn't seem to affect our relationship any. Well, I was gonna I say mean, did it, he it,
2: look it, you in the <clears throat> eye anymore after that.
4: I mean he didn't he didn't kick me out of the church and he didn't start chucking buckets of blessed water in my face, so <laughs> well,
2: yeah,
4: I
1: mean maybe it makes for a wonderful book you know?
5: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: So, now, uh, now, of course uh you same day, fast forward to the book signing it's finally at the end. everything has been sold except for one copy, and I had you know a grand total of about twenty minutes of sleep the entire day, so I was the walking dead,
5: <laughs> and
1: uh so the um yeah you know, the store clerk was like, would you uh, mind just signing this one and we'll put it up at the front register? And I'm like, sure. Um, How would you like me to sign it? And she's like, your name. I'm like, okay. No problem. Your name.
2: Oh, no. <laughs> really? I <they> did not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and
1: she's like, great. Slapped up an autographed copy sticker and put it up at the front register. I'm like, oh, cool. Okay, so listen, uh, I'll see you tomorrow at 8 o'clock. It's like no, 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 you're all done. I'm like, oh, cool. Where's the bed?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you literally signed it your name.
1: I did. That uh, you. Know, at that point, I was falling asleep at the at the register. So she's like, yeah, just write your name. I'm like,
2: okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I guess I guess, I guess wow.
1: you are highly suggestible. There you go. Yeah, and ironically enough, somebody bought it the next day. So they got they got a nice collector's item that just says your name,
4: one of a kind.
5: <laughs> wow.
1: Yeah. So yeah. now, now knowing knowing our luck, we're gonna see it on eBay for like five cents in the next couple months.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it can't prove it's signed by the author. Anybody could have put that shit in there. Exactly. You know.
2: Wow. <laughs> <sighs> In a couple of days, he's
1: going to be cleaning the egg up off of his house. Yeah, probably. Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> so, you know, now, now uh, since you had mentioned uh, misery, you know, uh, believe it or not, it, and I mean, I was, I was actually laughing about this one. Um, a couple of years back, I was over in uh, West Palm Beach, and it was just one of those cases where I was just kind of taking a little road trip and. And wanted just to get out and have some fun for a bit, so I stopped over at a uh, coffee shop, picked up a coffee, and grabbed the local newspaper. And uh, this little old lady comes up to me, and she's like, "Listen, I uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I just have to let you know that I am one of your biggest fans." I'm like, "Really?
4: Well, wow!" Nice, you?
1: Thank you, thank you. Yeah, like that. That's that's terrific. She's like. I have one of your books. Would would you mind dedicating and writing a little something for me? And I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll be happy to. Uh, you know, and yeah, you know, thank you for you know, being so generous on your support. You know, so you know, she comes goes running over her her table, lifts up her purse, she comes running back, and she's got a copy of Stephen King's The Stand. And Don't she's you're like, Stephen King? Oh
2: wow!
5: Yes,
1: yeah. So she's like. You know, Carrie was absolutely phenomenal. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, that is. I mean, come on, you know, SpaceX and all. And, oh, yeah, yeah. I can't believe you actually got into that film. I'm like, yeah, me neither. <laughs> oh, wow.
5: Yeah, yeah so uh,
1: I signed my actual name in a Stephen King book. <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay, I was I was wondering where we were going with this. If it was your name in the Stephen King book, or if she has Stephen King's signature, not signed by Stephen King.
1: Nope, nope, no. I, 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 Yo, know, I was like, should I? Shouldn't I? And I'm
4: like, nah. She's like 80 years old. I don't care, you know. <laughs> I,
1: wonder you house, like, <laughs> I wonder how many people come over to her house. <laughs> like, I wonder how many people come
2: over to her house and she's like, look at my signed copy of Stephen King's The Stand, and they read it, William Brower, and they're probably like. <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah. Exactly. And then if anybody actually like... thinks
4: to Google William, he doesn't look like Stephen King at all. <laughs> That's the funny part. That you know, yeah,
1: not you know, not not these days. Um, my I, I, my hair is still uh the regular color. It's not. It's no longer white. So.
4: That's yeah. <laughs> freaking... <laughs>
5: Oh I, don't know, God, I don't know what would have so been great. better
4: if you had signed If you'd signed Stephen King in there. You could have signed King with two I's or something just to get you out of any any plagiarism or any kind of lawsuits. There's an author who did that. They changed their pseudonym to Stephen King, and it's K-I-I-N-G just because they wanted to be next to him on bookshelves. Nice. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how well it yeah. worked out for. Him. I, haven't, I haven't followed up on that, but I saw it a few years back. Well, I I I've got close. a uh, pseudonym.
1: Yep, you know, I I have a pseudo, pseudonym um, you know that I actually have uh, inspired by uh, Bob Kane, who created Batman.
5: Mm.
1: And uh, you are are you do you uh, follow the Batman uh, canon at all by chance?
4: I'm a big comics nerd, so I'm per, at least peripherally aware of most of the major Batman ongoing things.
1: Okay, so do you know the name of uh, the Riddler? His real name? Yeah, Enigma. Enigma. Yes. Yeah, I got it. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Okay. Well, mine is Philippe Erido, also known as Paradox.
5: <laughs> okay, <laughs> that works. <laughs> it does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <sighs> so, That's and, good.
2: That one went yeah,
5: over my yeah. head.
4: I mean. Have you have you, you slept it on some book covers or? Yeah, yeah, there, there's there's actually a
1: few of them up up there with it. So, and uh, it's absolutely hysterical just to see it and watch the reactions.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it, you know, I, I like to call that the uh, the learning experience along the way. It's, it's the perfect learning curve.
5: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> now, so, so uh, let uh, me ask you both. The, uh, uh, what, what? Sure. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Lincoln. No, go
5: ahead. No, ladies first. Oh,
2: I was going to say, with uh, this is a question actually for the both of you. What writers would you say inspired you to want to sit down at a computer or a typewriter, you know, you guys are probably around my age, so I'm thinking typewriter to start writing books. Or Lincoln, I oh, think God. you're a lot younger than me.
4: Uh, yeah,
5: 36.
4: Well. I'm not young. I'm not
5: old.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, he's kind of in between, you know. Um, we we can always go for we we could try another age test real quick. Um, does anybody here remember when MTV actually played music?
2: I oh, do, yes, totally. and I missed
1: oh, it. Me too. So, okay, cool. So yeah, he 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 can hang with
4: us. He's fine.
2: No. Yeah, he can hang. <laughs> I mean I do remember, but, uh, you know,
4: like the Nirvana Cheerleader video on M T V. That's probably right around my Oh around yeah. My there we go.
2: Then so, weird so, yeah. well, like, I, that was brilliant.
1: <laughs> yeah. Of course I still remember when Headbanger's Ball first premiered. So Yeah, yeah. definitely going back I, a little bit further beyond the a cheerleader. little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so but uh, <laughs> yeah, to uh, to to answer your question, Francie, for me uh it has to be uh, Rod Serling. You know, I, I don't think I've
5: ever heard of know, that I, I,
1: I, You never heard of uh, Rod Serling? The author? No. Also used to host Twilight Zone.
2: Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, you'd
5: definitely be familiar watched, with him from Twilight Zone. Yeah, I
2: watch yeah. Twilight Zone a lot. I love the Twilight Zone.
5: Well,
1: you, you, you should uh, also I, I read some of his uh, other stuff. Yeah, yeah, he 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 also done some stuff with. Uh, he he wrote the uh, script for uh, Planet of the Apes. Oh
2: wow! Oh, I didn't I didn't know that. Nick's like yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know, I mean, you know, so, so needless to say, you know, for myself, growing up watching, uh, you know, Twilight Zone and also Night Gallery and stuff, and you know, looking at names like Richard Matheson, you know, especially coming into the Night Gallery era. You know, I was like, Oh, that's the guy that wrote I Am Legend. And you know, that just kinda was like you know, started to lead me towards uh the typewriter.
5: And yeah. <laughs> you know, a lifetime cool. obsession
4: with coffee. <laughs>
5: <That> is, <yeah.
4: laughs> I, I, I think for pretty much every writer it's gotta be coffee, cigarettes, alcohol, any two of the three. Yep, or all three for the I, perfect I,
1: trifecta.
4: At least all two of the three. Uh, two, two out of yeah.
1: three. Mhm. Yeah. But of course you always do the the ultimate trifecta, which is the Irish coffee or the Irish carbomb with the cigarettes plus the side of espresso on the side for the morning after.
4: Well yeah, you gotta chase the carbomb wow. with the espresso, right? Yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um I guess I guess my answer to to your question, Francie, I got I, got, I, I guess I'll pull three out of the air because I've when I, when, I, when I was a kid, I read a whole hell of a lot, um, and of course I read a you know a, a good fair amount now. And uh, mm-hmm. but I, I read I read way more when I was just reading than I get a chance to you know since I've been a writer, and um, the the last few years with this drill sergeant gig, it's been mostly comic books. But I would say Stephen King definitely an inspiration. Um, if anybody asks me like for a really quick rundown of what kind of shit I write, I always tell them in no way am I arrogant enough to compare myself to Stephen King in terms of quality, but I probably cover all the different genres that he tends to hit. Like I've written some comics work. I've written some sci-fi, some fantasy, some horror. But if you like the kind of stuff that he writes, I write in the same genres. So I would say him. Um, From a fantasy angle, um, Terry Brooks.
1: Excellent choice.
4: Yeah, I, I I I I I love the Landover series. Um, I have not written any kind of long form fantasy, but when I do, I want it to be something like what he did, where it was really, yeah, there's like wizards and there's a knight and all this other shit, but like there's real world sensibilities um, brought into it. The, the the magic kingdom frequently clashes with the real world. Like that's the kind of stuff I like. Shit like that. Um, shit like fables. Yeah. If we're going to bring comic books into the discussion, um, I like, I like, I like, I, Yeah, I like that kind of stuff. And I guess the third writer is a comics writer, and I, um, I would say Chris Claremont. Um, just because the, the he, he wrote X Men over a, over over like seventeen years a straight run, and mm-hmm. I, could ima- I could just I could I could just imagine like what he would have done writing like a novel series over the, over that, that length of time and what he, what he would have done and what he could have done. And that run on X-Men is just about damn near perfect. I mean, there's some, uh, but you got between uncanny X-Men and then he wrote a large part of new mutants. And then he wrote a large part of X caliber and every once in a while you would see something funky come up in his run of X comics it was like kind of like a a sign of the times, or like a sign of how different social issues were handled. But by and large, um, and I, I I I don't think we've seen anything like Claremont's run on X Men um, since he stopped, and I don't know whenever we'll see the like of that again. Um, especially in modern comics, where things there's such a high turnover rate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess I guess those guys would be my inspirations. Which are
2: some That's good choices for sure. Yeah,
5: I was going to say, that, that is some really good choice. So did you? You had great choices,
1: too. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, Australia is a great choice of inspiration. Now, I do have a, a, a fun uh, anecdote since, you were, since we were also talking about, uh, you know, some of the different aspects of horror and, and stuff, too. Um, just before graduation, uh, one of my classes that I had uh, you know, for part of my writing program was on uh, writing for horror and suspense. And, um, you know, this, this, this is – we have two different tickers for the same class uh, to start with, which was a very fun, ironic case. Um, the uh, professor that I had, believe it or not, uh, I actually had three of the books that he had written within my collection. So, nice. Yeah, so, I I mean, I had to try to stay as utmost professional as possible. But, you know, inside during the first week of the whole introduction, I was like total – Fanboy, I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, this is awesome. Let me get my notebook ready. This is gonna be sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then uh, when 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 we got to the point with the first assignment, which was absolutely hysterical. Um, you know, he's like, here's what you're gonna be doing. You're gonna write a horror story. And I'm like, go on. Think, nope, you're gonna write a horror story. <laughs>
5: <I'm>
1: like, okay. <laughs> And, um, one of, one of my, uh, class, one of my classmates, uh, it was, who, who had been with me from the get go, you know, right off the bat, you know, types into the computer and goes, Oh God, don't say it. And I'm like, I just have a quick question. And she's like, please do not ask that question. When we get to writing the horror story, um, Are there any boundaries and limits into the terms of the level of the uh, suspense, the gore, and the actual legitimate horror itself? Um, Do you need me to keep this as like a G, -G PG, PG-13? Can we do full uh, Dario Argento style, or uh, you know, what are what are some of the parameters that we need to work with here? And he's like, if you have a reason for the gore, you can add it. I'm like, thank you. I love you. He's like, what? I'm like, nothing. I'm going to just keep writing. (laughs) (laughs) And at which point, the same friend goes, dear God, you have no idea that you've just opened the gates of hell. What prompted you to give him an answer like this? You don't know what you've done to yourself. I have already read some of his stories for the past six months, I am just finally coming to terms with his writing. I don't. It's not that he doesn't know how to write. If he knows how to write. It's just scary.
5: <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I'm like, cool. <laughs>
2: now, so you
5: know, yeah, needless you, to say, here's, uh, here's something oh,
2: that uh, you should definitely be proud of. You graduated from Full Sail University. Yes, I did. Let's. Um, I I tried to get into Full Sail. That is a very fast paced school.
1: It is, and I mean it, it, it's and, a very. I mean it's a very challenging program. I mean, you know, um, nine times out of ten, uh, they they get almost a fifty percent dropout. So.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Does
1: you have Does you have an idea of the challenge and the workload?
5: Yeah, that's uh, yeah. That's pretty it, crazy. it is <laughs> very
2: fast paced. It's like nonstop. You're like there. Uh, you, you you see you do one class, you're in another class. You see one class, you're in another yeah. class. You're, I mean, it's it's like that. Literally, it's like that. So, my congratulations to you, because I mean, you're you're holding down the homestead. You're you're writing books. You're doing all this. And you're attending Full Sail University, which, you know, it, it, if you're going to attend Full Sail University, you should only be zoned into that because it is way too fast-moving. It And you but, did um, it, and you had life out, out of that, too. So my hat's I, definitely I, I, off to you on that.
1: Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah but believe, believe it or not, I mean um, – you know, I, I may sound almost like a masochist, but if I was given the opportunity to do it again, I probably would because, uh, you, know,
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, it's one of those would. things. I was, was like, uh, you know, let's go we'll get another degree out of there.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't mind, you know, because, um, I mean, at the end of the day, it, it, in a lot of ways, it's kind of like, uh, you know, be go to my own convention in a lot of ways because a lot of the instructors are coming either are still coming out of the industry or they're still involved in it. So, you know, so like, um,
5: yeah,
1: you know, i nine times out of ten, I'm, I'd be like, oh my god, I've seen this guy's movie. This is gonna be a fun class. <laughs> <And> <laughs> oh my god, this is a hard is, teacher, of but I's a great I mean, right actor.
2: <laughs> at the graduation. <laughs> Oliver Stone speaks yeah. at the graduations, and he goes to Full Sail University to recruit the students to edit his movies. They, the, the most edited movie of all time is Natural Born Killers. All the editors were picked out of Full Sail University is what I heard.
1: <clears throat> oh, yeah. And, and and of course, many alumni have worked on lots of other projects. Uh, you know, some of the Marvel yeah. films, Star Wars. So,
2: was yeah, Full Sail University is no joke. So for you to get through that, man, that hats off, dude. Seriously, that that is awesome.
1: Well, thank you, dear. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah de- definitely. <laughs> I mean, it, it it was a lot of fun. You know, believe me, I. I I'm I'm, one, I'm I'm a perpetual optimist, to you know, just by nature. So it would I, I just took everything in stride. I was like, okay, new class. What are we gonna learn? Okay, um, cool. Let's do this. we <laughs> <laughs> yeah. fill the coffee pot yeah, up. Let's, let's complete, get
5: going.
2: <laughs> yeah, it it is a completely hands on school because I know. Like if you go to a university like UCLA and all that, you've got to wait, wait about two years just to even touch a, a, a movie camera. Full cell you're on it.
5: Yeah, six they're, months They're going to put you, you right go. Congratulations. there in it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, yeah, congrats. Yep. Uh, you know, that, that's, that's a really good mountain for you to have climbed, and I just wanted to let you know that.
4: Well, I,
1: I appreciate that. Thank you. You know, and
2: uh, yeah, yeah
1: it, 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 it was a wild but fun time. That's for sure.
5: <laughs> yeah, I can
1: believe
4: it.
2: <laughs> I bet it was. Go ahead, oh, Lincoln. Oh, yeah,
4: yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, so we, we talked about the, 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 the fantasy series as kind of like a gateway drug to your work. What's the most recent thing you've done?
1: Well, the most recent that I've done, um, was a piece that I actually had finished almost a week before starting school. And it's uh it's a non section book called uh, Titanic The Legacy Remains. And that took about four years of research, but uh I decided I was uh, I wanted to cover the story of the thinking but from a different approach altogether. So what I did was I actually interviewed members of the dive teams, actors from some of the different films, and uh, some of the descendants. And, you know, in terms of the descendants, I was curious to see just how far, you know, the uh, the impact of the disaster has uh, affected the generations of family. And, hmm. you know, for the actors' approach, I was uh, looking at, uh, you know, how much research did they do to prepare themselves for the roles, you know, and did they have a general interest in this beforehand, or was this just another paycheck? <laughs> oh. And uh, you know, I mean, it it, it made me some interesting answers and, and uh, results, to say the least.
5: Yeah. It does sound
4: pretty nice. interesting. It's kind of cool that after even even after so long after the after the sinking of the Titanic, that there's still stuff to to dig into and to explore and to talk about.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it is. And, um, you know, that that's one subject that I can literally spend, uh, you know, at least a day or two discussing without any problem. But, uh, you know, understandably, we only have an hour, so that wouldn't work too well.
5: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know, but I mean, you know, the flip side of the coin, um, you know, one of the things that I've always found to be uh, fun, you know, Interacting within the Titanic community has also been more, you know, how, uh, you know, the level of interest there is on other subjects. Like, for example, some of the members of the dive team are absolute sci fi junkies. So, Hmm. you know, so a couple times they're like, okay, so listen, now that we've got all the questions resolved, I want to ask you something. Um, Do you watch Stargate SC1? What are your thoughts on the new universe one? You know, with uh, Robert Carlyle. Like, well, I didn't get a chance to watch it yet. I've been kind of doing some research. Oh, dude, you got to check this out. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, so what initially was going to be an hour long phone conference, uh, you know, expands to a four and a half hour, you know, bullshit chat. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. No, no, you know. Just like I said, at the end of the day, it's just the joy of uh, research and learning something new. All
2: right, we got ninety seconds, and wow, this hour has flown by.
1: Jeez, well, in that case, I want to do two things. First, I want to definitely thank you guys for having me on the show tonight, and. I promised I, I would do this So I'm giving a quick shout out To my friend Aaliyah Over in uh, Glasgow, Scotland Who actually had her alarm set So she could be awake enough To catch the show tonight So make oh, sure you have the teapot did. handy Get some coffee
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> It's almost 5 in the morning for Over there So
2: <laughs> Wow She's up for the rest of the day
5: <laughs> Yep There we go <laughs>
2: Now, for the both of you, where can we find you on social media and the Internet and all that great stuff?
1: Uh, you can find me on uh, Facebook. Uh, right now, my picture uh, for the my cover is uh, going to be Titanic-related. Cause we have the anniversary coming up uh, this week. And uh, other than that, you can also find me at Twitter at W.E. Brower Jr. And uh, also uh, I've got a uh, Wix site with my uh, portfolio and uh, book links.
4: Uh, for me, it would be facebook.com slash 2JERX. That would definitely lead you to all the other places where you can find me.
2: Nice. This is really nice. You, you guys have been great. This has been a really fun show, and I'm so glad you are both here. And I exactly. want to thank you very much. This was a really good show.
1: Well,
2: Dudley, thanks and for thank having me. Thank you Oh no, thank you for agreeing to come. And Lincoln, dude, we got we got to set up the two guys and 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 the bourbon.
4: Hell yeah, yeah, we'll do it. We'll do the thing. Having <laughs> people call my people.
2: Love this guy. let, I, let telling, me know. When, I'll call him. <laughs> Let me see here if I can find it. Let me see. Five Years John Link, Five Years Fred John, uh, Fernando Done. Let me see if this is the clip where it, it, I was talking to you that's, about it.
3: I'm just a wannabe filmmaker. Actually, that's oh, no, my that's
2: dreams it. and
0: aspirations to make midget amputee porn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, Edward Xiong
2: ships me alcohol on saturdays so it is here by sunday night by the time i start my show and i'm trying to find that one with you
5: uh it's around someplace
2: it's not i thought it would be confessions uh oh look past the uh i I gotta ask you you this because i told nick i was like i'm gonna do this okay uh Do you know why you're here?
0: Do you? Do I know why I'm here on this radio show? Um,
5: Well, I
1: do know that I'm doing several of these kind of things. I'm out promoting my new album,
3: uh, Untamed the Songs. But if you have another notion as to why I'm on the show, I'd like to hear that.
4: I'm
2: chopping screwed, and I'm loving it. Okay. um, There it is. Okay, uh, I am totally in my place. Okay. <laughs> I told you I play it all the time.
4: Oh my god. That,
5: your phone is, uh,
2: <laughs> it's actually one of the most famous clips on the show, Lincoln. I bet you didn't even know that, did
4: you? I had no idea. Now uh,
1: now yeah. watch this. <laughs> now now watch this. You're gonna go in the mess hall tomorrow morning at O seven hundred the PA system's gonna have us playing.
5: Oh, <laughs> that would be, yeah. that would be, uh, that'd be something. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep, there it was. Yeah, I play that like all the time, and I had to make sure that I had that on those clips.
5: Well, of course, you did.
2: By the way, that, that <laughs> oh, no, will be good, aired in the afternoon. <laughs> all right, everybody, good night from California. Roll call. William, where are you at? Florida. (laughs) And Lincoln, where are you at? Georgia. Georgia. Good night, everybody, and thank you both. This was really a good show. In fact, Nick was giving his approval like the whole time. He was like, this is a good show. So, yeah, good show, guys. Thank you so much.
1: Well, well, thank you again as well too, and uh, have have a great night, Nick.
2: He's outside, actually.
4: He's oh well.
1: He's,
2: okay. He's got these. You, you can you Echo can and Alexa, on. You,
5: <laughs> Hold
2: on, let me see if I can get him uh, over here and let him say at least good night. Hold on, I'll get him to say good night to you guys. Hold
0: on. They they want to say good night. Oh, hey folks. <laughs> hey, how are you? Uh, <laughs> I've been, like, working on uh, royalties and taxes uh, all day long, and I'm determined to finish them before I go to bed tonight. So that's why I've been Hmm. kind of off to myself a little bit. I'm trying to get that stuff done. So, uh, Ben, I'm I'm just outside taking a break from it. So, yeah, I I heard the show. I heard the whole thing, and it was fantastic. Well, well, thank you. I didn't know that you wrote so many books, William, too.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I've, been, uh, I've been busy over the past couple of years
0: <laughs> That sounds really, that that sounds busy to me uh, Just writing one book in that amount of time is, is, uh, is kind of busy and, and hey Lincoln, how's it going? Hey, hey man Hey, <laughs> yeah, that, that kind of brings back some times when uh, Francie, I, I was over here and Francie talked to you uh, about us in Sudan uh, and a convention
5: Yeah I can't believe she's still Yeah we ran into each other a,
0: a few times at those things
5: Yeah, yeah. nice
1: yeah. You know, now, Are you still doing all the uh, Conventions and stuff um, Any any possibility of some east coast dates at all
0: uh, Not yet I'm really focused On uh, black bed sheet books right now And trying to get things further with that uh before i i start venturing out and stuff and at the same time too i'm taking care of my parents uh who uh both have dementia and stuff so it's hard to get away uh for another thing oh, yeah. but uh, i intend to i want to bring back some of those uh some of those glory days <laughs> nice. so sooner or later um but uh but mm, probably more later than sooner
1: well, that's yeah. Okay. I mean, it gives you more time to prepare, brainstorm everything, and, you know, but once the moment arises, you're good to go and, you know, out the door.
0: Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, But you know what? I'm in a, I'm in a good situation because I uh, – being uh, that I'm a publisher, I kind of technically have uh, – the, the authors that I do have, they go out to conventions. Um, they're kind of like – I kind of feel like that they're an extension of me. They're doing what – what they're supposed to do, what they want to do, selling their books and stuff. But I published them, and sometimes we have an agreement between other authors and and stuff uh, at the same time with that. And uh, it's almost like I'm there sometimes, but I'm not there. <laughs> so they oh, bring yeah, their, yeah. their cell. Phones, and they they show me what's going on and and stuff like that, and so but uh, so in a way. I can still have a presence and yet not be there. (laughs) It's like a little perk of of doing that kind of a thing, I I guess. But still, (laughs) it um, takes the fun out of the actually being there. I do want to bring that back.
1: Well, I mean, you—you always have the authors uh, improvise in the interim. You know, get one of those cardboard standings, and uh, Nick Nick
5: on a stick. There we go.
0: There you go. Hey, have you guys you? Uh, uh heard of uh, the movie The Lonely Man with Steve Martin? It's like an eighties movie and uh, he his oh, yeah. parties in the movie in his apartment, <laughs> he would have like cardboard uh, cutouts of of friends.
5: Yep, <laughs> they would yep. all like be well, there
0: be by himself. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah.
0: Hmm. There you go.
1: No. Yeah, you you just kinda work with yeah. what you got a little bit, you know? <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I I better go back though. Okay, Francie's yeah, like, uh, but yeah, I, I had to say hi though. So, well, <laughs> and and, and, that, and that was that, a great that, that show. Is. And it's really awesome, Lincoln, that you uh, that Francie got you to uh, co-host. And I, damn it, I didn't know that you had a podcast. So I'm gonna have to tune in.
4: Oh hell yeah, give it a listen. Let me know what you think, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. Cool. That'll be great. I will. Too. Okay, folks, I'll I'll okay, yeah, uh, turn the, you back the over British to France. Oh doodle. To...
2: <laughs> yeah, See the British woman is about to cut us off and it's never good to cut it in uh short sentences. So good night everybody.
4: Good night. Good night, good night, night nice world. <laughs> so, or good morning,
2: Scotland.
4: There we go. Ta-da. Right. Good morning, world. <laughs> <laughs> there we
2: go. <laughs> All right. Good night. I, I've really enjoyed this show. Thank you guys both very much.
1: Oh, me, me too. Day. So definitely, you know, we should do this again. I mean, it was pretty much just uh, pretty much, uh, you know, had a field day, I'd say.
2: I I I think there was good chemistry here. We, we were like the three stooges without the violence.
1: Yep, exactly.
2: Even though there was two girls in a cup.
4: Yeah, yeah. But that but, those, it was know. just like violent vomiting. It's not the same thing.
2: <laughs> you know, it,
1: it's, just, it's just like hitting the burrito buffet. That's all. You know, you 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 know the
5: limitations <laughs> are
2: there. You know, I do have heartburn, right? <sighs> oh yeah, I <laughs> forgot you about that. I do know. <laughs> all right, let How did you guys like that opening song?
1: Great. That, does, that sounds like Willie Nelson
2: It is Yeah wow. I, I I found it Um, When I first started the show I tried a different song And my first co-host He hated that song So I was like okay Well I'm going to try and find a different song And this was uh, for free <laughs> I was like Willie you know Nelson for free?
5: Yeah, roll with it.
2: So you know? it's been I mean... pretty much the, the thumb stamp for my show since the second show. So, all right, we're going to cut it out with Willie Nelson, Hesitation Blues. He's also got a video on YouTube. You guys you got to see this it. really a great video for the song, awesome. too. Yeah, you guys should check it out. It's a great song and video. Here we go, Hesitation Blues, Willie Nelson. Good night, guys. You are awesome. No, Good night.
3: Woke up this morning looking for my shoes. Looked behind the trunk. Found the hesitation blues. Lordy, tell me how long. to tell me how long. Will I have to wait? Will I have to wait? Can I get you now? Can I get you now? I must I hesitate? Rooms overtake me, rock away from here. Lordie, tell me how long. Lordie, tell me how long? Will I have to wait? Will I have to wait? Can I get you now? Can I get you now? Must I hesitate?